0: Yeah, starting recording is literally what I meant when I said I'm ready when you are.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of We Don't Want. This is the podcast where we really don't want to, except I think we kind of do a little bit now. In every episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves and the other, well, that's where the reluctancy comes in. We're your hosts, I am Zach, and I'm joined, as always, and although you guys may hate him, you can't deny he's got
0: style, <laughs> Scotty Westside! Okay, I like that intro a lot, uh, because it's, it's a great stinger to uh, a pretty hype chapter. Uh It's pretty fucking, it's pretty rad, fucking rad. It's also my boy. <laughs> so, uh yeah, that's that's a good intro. I didn't know what you were going to do for me there, pal, but that was a hell of an intro. Well done. Well done, sir. Hell yeah. I was talking to uh
1: speaking of Dumble. I was talking to Sam and Emily. Uh on Instagram, and they're they're like, we love Dumble, and I'm like, I love that you guys are calling him Dumble now, and they're like, yeah, we're totally gonna steal that, it's, and I'm like, fucking, you better steal it. It's so
0: good. I should trademark Dumble before uh, before it gets too out of hand. I need I need a nickel every time someone says Dumble. <laughs> no, yeah, uh,
1: it's 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 pretty rad, That's dude. Awesome. Uh, this is a fucking interesting batch. We're talking Harry Potter. If you guys could not already tell, it's so hard to tell.
0: Who, who and could it tell? it
1: is uh, a doozy. It's a fun one.
0: This is a weird, weird batch. We were just talking a little bit before before we, we went on the air, so to speak. Um, yeah, this is an odd batch. It's like nothing's happening then everything is happening oh then nothing is happening again it's (laughs) it's it's very bizarre uh it's an interesting one for sure yeah you're
1: definitely not wrong man it's it's definitely an interesting one uh we're gonna be going through chapters 26 through 29 of harry potter and the order of the phoenix and but before we do that actually i gotta ask you man how how the fuck
0: are you doing can't can't forget the (laughs) formalities uh i am good pal uh, I'm a little tired. I stayed up too late watching uh, watching the Avs hockey game last night, then had to work all day today. Who had the most points, Scott? <laughs> Who scored the most goal units? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Las Vegas did. The Avs uh, lost for the first time in these playoffs. They had won their In f- recorded history? Yes, in recorded history. Uh, <laughs> they had won their first six games of the playoffs, and they finally lost one, so I was— my soul was crushed, but uh, they'll, they'll be all right, I'm sure. So
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I was, uh, so on Memorial Day, I was hanging out with uh, my brother-in-law and his family. And uh, so him and his best friend are really big hockey fans, and I brought up the Avs. And, and Tony, his friend, who is a listener of the pod. Hell yeah, up, Tony. Tony. Uh, was, like, fucking creaming his pants about how good the Avs are this year. And like he's like, they better fucking win. Uh, he is a he's a Pens fan. Okay. Uh, actually, both of them are. But he's like, man, like the Abs fucking deserve it. Uh, they won some trophy that I don't know about. That means that they're the best team in the league uh, or something. They
0: won the President's Trophy, which means yes, yeah. you had the best uh regular season. Basically, you were the best team gotcha. in your regular season. You had the most wins. So fuck yeah. Well, that's cool. I hope you, I hope your Avs win it. Man. I hope so. It has been actually, I think tomorrow is the 20th anniversary of the last time the Avs won the Stanley Cup. Uh, and they have been an incredible team this year. They have a lot of good players uh, as long as they can. Avoid injuries and not get any really tough breaks i th- I have high hopes, so I hope yeah. my high hopes are not crushed because sports will do that to me <laughs> that was almost a tongue twister.
1: high hopes. I hope my high hopes high hope be my high
0: hopes stay high as high as I am
1: <laughs> 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 for everybody uh, this whole relate like this whole thing about uh hockey too, uh, like three years ago, Scott told me he's like, dude, if you want to get into hockey, now's a good time to start falling to avalanche. Mm-hmm. Because they're young, they're good. They're probably not going to win it like in the next two years, but give it three, four, five years, and they're just—they're building a dynasty. They're going to be great for a long time. So Scott knows what the
0: fuck he's talking about. I, I, every once in a while, I will have something <laughs> that I have a solid thought about. You don't know shit about Harry Potter. I don't Potter. know shit about much, but you know. <laughs> Now, hockey's Let's so fun. I, I think it's one of the most exciting sports to watch. And playoff hockey, oh my gosh. In, in the last five minutes of the game last night, uh, my butthole was clenched so tight. Like, tighter than a diamond. Like, Your bungus? My bungus was... It's just so fast, and like everything can change. Your bungus in a is so game. fast. A bungus is fast <laughs> as lightning, baby. Uh, but yeah, everything can change in an instant. And unfortunately for the Abs, it did last night. They were ahead two to one with like five minutes to go, and then the the Vegas uh, Golden Knights scored twice, forty five seconds apart, and won three to two. So, yeah. Things, things happen. Yikes. Sorry, pal. Yeah. You know, they'll be
1: alright. They'll be alright. Well, right. that'll do it for this uh this week's episode of We Don't Wanna Sports. This is
0: talking hockey with you boys, <laughs> Zach and Scott.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good We Don't Wanna segment because I don't know shit about hockey. You don't. You don't know yeah. shit about hockey. Whatever. How's all your right, week? F- oh, right. Uh formalities, yes, right? Formalities. <laughs> uh pretty good. I got my um ass fucking hounded on scythe last night Yeah,
0: i heard about this
1: yeah it was bad um scythe the board you know, game i, I feel like i usually like i have a good concept of strategy and i love strategy games so much mm-hmm. but it never goes well for me like
0: i always suck at it have you given thought to the have you given thought to that maybe you're just strategies are far too complex for your tiny mind and you don't know how to carry them out? Well, see, my mind is just jammed like fucking
1: packed with with Harry Potter stuff <laughs> that that I just I have no room for the uh for the strategy things. Zach's like, what would Dumble do in this scythe
0: board game? <laughs> Dude, he'd make a hell of an exit. That's what He need. would make a hell of an exit with style. With style. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, otherwise, my my week's been going great, man. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, I guess let's let's jump in here. Uh, Chapter 26. Seen and unforeseen. If you say so. I do not take the notes of what these chapters are titled. Uh, This is where we last left off was basically the meeting. Harry had his uh, terrible, terrible date with Cho. And nah, man, that thing was smooth like butter. It was so smooth. Harry is just the slickest son of a bitch that's ever lived. And uh, <laughs> he went and saw Hermione in the uh, whatever, wherever they were. And uh, what's her name? Rhea Skeeter was going to write the story about him, so that's where we left off at the end of chapter 25. Um, Hermione and Harry are talking about. <laughs> what went down with his date and he kind of explains everything and hermione's just like i'm sorry but you were a bit tactless i'm afraid <laughs> and oh harry, you fucking think yeah you fucking think well, that's, harry has the audacity to say the words me tactless outraged <laughs> i'm like this motherfucker is so clueless
1: but to, to be fair any 15-year-old yes. boy would not know how the fuck to deal Correct. with this. Like, like this. that's a hard one. But also, Harry's an idiot.
0: Yes. Both both are definitely true. He's like, oh, one minute we were fine, and then the next minute she was telling me that her and Roger Davies, how Roger Davies asked her out, and how her and Cedric used to go snog in that stupid tea shop, and blah, 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 blah. And Hermione is patiently, Hermione's so patient and kind with him for... Uh, I I just don't know how she does it. Hermione has the patience of a saint with this idiot. Uh, she, she's yeah. like, well, you shouldn't have told her that you wanted to meet me halfway through your date, you dipshit. And he's she's like, and if you were going to tell her, like, you have to do it delicately. <laughs> and Harry is anything but delicate. Basically, she tells him, like... She brought like, up. M- make
1: it seem like, like you don't
0: want right. to, and this is a drag, and like, please come with me, and yada, yada, yada. Exactly. And Hermione's like, she brought up the Cedric thing because she wanted to see how much you liked her. And if you liked her like more than me. And you should have said something like, I'm ugly or something. You should have told her how ugly yes. you think I am. Yes. <laughs> and,
1: <Harry's> like, <laughs> and Hermione's like, I don't I think don't- you're ugly,
0: though. <laughs> And this is where Hermione has the amazing line. She says, uh, she's like, Harry, you're worse than Ron. And then she looks at Ron as he comes in, and she's like, well, no, you're not. (laughs) Uh, Which is Uh, real funny. And she's like, look, you upset Cho when you said you were going to meet me, so she tried to make you jealous. It was her way of trying to find out how much you liked her. And I just found that very funny. I was like... You know, she she rethought thinking Harry was worse than Ron, but I, I really think she had it right the first time. Uh, they're both the worst, though. Uh, Ginny, and- Wait, you think she had it right the first? So you do think Harry's worse than Ron? At this moment in time, yes. For the longest okay. time, I did not, but as of this moment, yes, I think Harry's okay. worse than Ron. Ginny and Ron come in, and they say Quidditch practice was, quote, appalling, and that Angelina was in tears by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Their uh, team is real bad, apparently. How, how happy were you to to
1: get another, you know, several pages of, of Quidditch talk?
0: Normally, I would be very upset about all this, but a good portion of this is Fred and George talking about, they're like, how the fuck is Ginny so good? They're, yeah, like, yeah. they're like, we have no idea how Ginny is so good. We never let her play with us when we were growing up. And Hermione just sitting there doing her homework is like, oh, yeah, maybe because she's uh breaking into the broom cupboard and stealing you guys' brooms and riding them when you weren't looking since she was six. And they're like, oh, well, that would be a like, reason. That would explain yes. it. And Shit. they're like, and Fred and George are, like, impressed by this. They're like, <laughs> Dude, fuck yeah. What, like, what
1: I love about this whole relationship with Ginny, like, Fred and George, Ron, like, it, just everybody, like especially Fred and George. Mm-hmm. There's several times where it's like real recognizes real. Yes. Like like there's so often that like Fred and George are so funny and badass and like they're just like, man, fucking Ginny yeah. is like cool,
0: dude. Yeah. She's cool <laughs> as shit. I feel like yeah. Ginny, it's weird because Ginny is like this forgotten child in the Weasleys, I feel like. I feel like Every time they talk about her it's like no one else in the family pays her any attention even though she's rad.
1: It's so dumb. Which
0: which is bizarre because usually like the youngest like get a ton of attention. Right. And it's like the middle child syndrome is the thing that's like oh the forgotten childs. So I think in this
1: case like all the oldest children are like they were badass. Like right. they were I mean even though Percy fucking sucks like he still he, was head boy in a Exactly. All right. Right. Like they're accomplished. Yep. Right. They're they're all popular. Yada yada yada. And she's just a fly in the wall. Except she's bad. Except she's
0: secretly probably the coolest one. Uh, she. You're not wrong. She's I, so good. She might be the coolest. She's one. real, real good. So, I I put the, took this down again. I'm I'm taking way too many notes than I normally would about Quidditch. Them talking about Quidditch. <laughs> we got them, folks. Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> I think this is George. He's saying something like, I don't even know if I want to watch this match. If Zacharias Smith beats us, I might have to kill myself. Dude, everyone hates this Zacharias Smith kid. So Zacharias Smith sucks, dude. dude I don't <laughs> actually know. Does he suck that bad? They just hate him. They all hate him He's so like- much.
1: He's like the cool, popular kid that like everybody's like, dude, fuck that guy. Fuck off. Yeah. Except like he he knows and thinks he's cool and popular. Oh, interesting. Not in the way that like Fred and George are.
0: That sounds like someone else uh that I know that we will talk about later in these chapters. Um yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a bit later. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh no. <laughs> okay, we'll get there then. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yes, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, Fred's like, I might have to kill myself if Sakurai Smith beats us, and Fred's like, Nah, just kill him instead. (laughs) And, uh, Hermione here, you know, we were talking hockey earlier, and, uh, this, uh, this is a, a really good line from Hermione. She says, That's the trouble with Quidditch. It creates all this bad feeling and tension between the houses. Uh... They all look at her like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're crazy. And she's like, it's only a game. And they're like, Harry is like, you're good with feelings and stuff, Hermione, but you just don't understand Quidditch. He thinks he's so cool. And she says, maybe not, but at least my happiness doesn't depend on Ron's goalkeeping ability. Dude, it's such fucking such a good bird. Zinger. And I think about all the time about how my love of sports has uh, definitely affected my happiness when my, my team has, has Oh, my God. It. Are you kidding me? Like, dude, when the
1: Arnauto trade happened, I was afraid to talk to I him. was depressed for literally weeks.
0: So yeah, I think you're still depressed. I still am. I still I'm just in denial now more than anything. But Hermione's totally right. Like, We get too involved and too invested in these sports, and then, you know, when they don't go your way, which most of the time they don't, spoiler, only one team wins the championship every year, uh, it's, uh, it's rough. And I'm like, damn, Hermione, you're you're talking to my soul here. Anyway,
1: so... Yeah, you're not enjoyable when you're mad about sports.
0: I mean, I'm not enjoyable most times. (laughs) Definitely not that. (laughs) That is a true statement. So they have this Quidditch match, and Ginny catches the snitch, but they still lose because Ron is ass and let 14 shots in a row in, apparently. Ha, 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 is what I have in my nose. (laughs) Weasley's our king, man. Yeah, so... Ginny and Harry are talking after the game, and Ginny says that his ban is only valid as long as Umbridge is here, and she wants to be a chaser anyway. She's like, I don't even like being a seeker. Yeah, I'm badass at it, but I want to be a chaser. I'm like, Ginny's so fucking cool. Dude, <laughs> she's so and rad. She's rad as hell, man. Uh, we get another dream about the door, and he almost makes it through, but nuts, just misses it. Got that blue balls. The Quibbler story comes out. <laughs> and Harry gets some fan mail and some nudes Uh, (laughs) there is literally I have this quoted here because I found this to be so bizarre Uh, this is Ron I think but this one says you've got her converted and she now thinks you're a real hero she's put in a photograph too wow Damn, Harry's getting nudes in the mail now? Hell yeah. Dude. Uh, Ron is certainly impressed. I wonder
1: if it's better or worse than
0: flip phone nudes. Mm, yeah, how are these like Polaroids since these are like coming in letters with owls? <laughs> hey, Polaroids are cool. Polaroids are cool. Polaroids are all right. Is it pixelated?
1: Because <laughs> is it not high def? <laughs> you got to have that high def.
0: How far can you zoom in on these things? I need to know. You can't <laughs> zoom in in real life on a Polaroid. I hate to break it I mean, it this is that. magic life. That's true. I've, what am I saying? You probably could. So Umbridge is furious when she finds out about this Quibbler article. She gives Harry another week of detention, 50 points from Gryffindor, and then a notice goes up that anyone caught with uh, a Quibbler magazine will be expelled. Of course, this does the opposite effect and makes everyone want to read of course. it. Cause she's a fucking idiot. She's she's an idiot. This this is like, <laughs> this is like when you tell someone don't look. The first thing they're gonna do is immediately look. Look. And uh, Sprout and Fr- there's this whole thing about everyone's like big into Harry now, especially like some of the teachers. Sprout and Flitwick are sneakily like good on you, Harry. Uh, Trelawney now Trelawney has stopped predicting his death and now she's like <laughs> he's going to live forever and have 12 children and be minister of magic and i'm like somehow this will Please turn though. out to be her only correct prediction ever i'm like i can already see this happening so cho isn't pissed at him anymore and i'm kind of disappointed like i kind of i like cho and i don't want her to be with this dipshit harry so i kind of hoped this big blow up was like the end of them but nah she's like she's like cool with him now again um, Luna says her dad <laughs> is surprised that this sold out, and that he's like very surprised that more people aren't interested. Oh no, this is what he says: he's surprised that people are more interested in this story than the Crumple Horn Snor Snacks story. Snorcacks. What did I say? snore Snacks. That's I'm pretty sure what it is. It's crumple
1: Horn Snorcack.
0: Snor Snacks. That's what I have in my notes. <laughs> I would never get that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's no way I could ever get Snore Snacks wrong. So, I think this is another dream Harry is having. This is Voldy talking. Oh, yes. Except it's also Harry talking. Yes. Yes, it is a dream. <laughs> you are sure of your facts, Rookwood. Yes, my lord, yes. I used to work in the department, after all. Avery told me Bodhi would be able to remove it. Bodhi could never have taken it, master. Bodie would have known he could not. Undoubtedly, that is why he fought so hard against Malfoy's imperious curse. Stand up, Rookwood. Uh, cha 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 You have done well to tell me this. Very well. I have wasted months on fruitless schemes, it seems, but no matter. We begin again from now. You have Lord Voldemort's gratitude, Rookwood. Do you remember the name Rookwood? Yes. Rookwood was the one that uh, Karkle named, right? Right.
1: Who was passing information from the Ministry to Voldemort during the First War.
0: Also... Also, the Bagman mentioned Rookwood. The, the Bagman was giving Rookwood information because he thought he was on the, the side of the ministry, right?
1: Yes. So uh that's why the Bagman was being tried and it just kinda one because of his popularity, but two, because he's actually just an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were just like he wasn't knowingly like Anybody could could have accidentally said something and not realize that this person was you know what I mean on the wrong right, side. Right, like, like a spy. He, he wasn't whatever. he wasn't intentionally feeding Voldemort information. Right,
0: right, exactly. So this this whole thing is about this Bode guy died. There, there was an article in the paper. It's Bode. I mean, not
1: that you probably give a shit, but it, it's Bode.
0: Are you sure it's not Bodhi? Because um, Bodie's a sure real name. Bode is not a real name. It's Bode. I'm going to keep saying Bodhi. Uh, okay, that's, David that's Bodhi. totally
1: fine. As long as you're aware, then people can't make fun
0: of you. Yeah, listen. <laughs> um, I, I'm aware that Voldy isn't his real name, too, and I still say it. So Hermione's like, this is why they killed Bodhi. Um, <laughs> the defenses on the weapon broke him out of the Imperius curse but fucked him up. If he had been able to talk again, he could have told on Malfoy. Also, that's probably what happened with Sturgis. I don't understand my own notes here. I To be, to be fair, I read this like a week ago, and I don't remember exactly what's happened. So, so what happened, as I recall, was in the I, last I, chapters, there was this plant that killed, or yes. was it in this chapter, this plant that killed Bodhi in the hospital?
1: The, yeah, the the plant was was uh, was a hit basically. Right, right. The plant uh, strangled him. They just had him. to
0: do it in a way
1: that wasn't done with magic, so they they would think it was an accident, right? Right. Again, because they're still operating from you know from behind the scenes.
0: Correct. And if Bodie, so so Bodie, they had tried to Imperius curse Bodhi to get him to go into the Department of Mysteries and get the weapon. Mm-hmm. Correct. But whatever defense is on the weapon fucked his shit up to where he couldn't talk and was in the hospital but if he did get better and could have talked he could have told them hey malfoy is a fucker right i i think that they realized that like
1: they don't they don't know that he necessarily would have gotten better but they couldn't take the chance right
0: right well even the nurse when they were there visiting my guy uh lockhart was saying like he (laughs) is getting better Right, okay. Which, I mean, they may or may not have known, but you're right, they couldn't take the chance. So, but with Sturgis, so they think, okay, okay, so they think also Malfoy, Imperius, cursed him and tried to get him to break in, but he was caught and sent to Azkaban. Correct. There was something real dumb here, I remember now, about how, like, Sturgis was wearing Moody's, like, spare invisibility cloak, and they're like, their explanation for how Malfoy could have done this was like, well, maybe he just guessed Sturgis yes. oh, was I there. I know, I know. And I was like, are you fucking shitting me? What is even the point of having an invisibility cloak if Malfoy could just, like, Imperius Curse guess if someone's there and just Imperius Curse the invisible heir? Okay, look, I do... <laughs>
1: I also think it's very dumb, but my role here is to defend Harry Potter. Sure. Obstensibly, so, that is Think your about role. it like this. Think about it like this. Snape knows that Harry has an invisibility cloak. So, like, for example, last uh, book, when Harry dropped his egg, right? And we had that mm. badass scene between Snape and Moody. Sure, sure, And, sure. F- and Filch. Yes. Uh Snape was like it's Potter. When he saw the egg, he's like it's Potter. He's here and he was like grasping for him because he's like like they know that that's a thing and that's a possibility and with this situation specifically uh Lucius knows like that is the entrance to where the weapons at and and the order is trying to keep us away from it. So there's probably somebody sitting there guarding it.
0: Sure. Like I said, it was just a dumb thing the way they tried to explain it away, but <laughs> like what what are what's even the point of wearing that invisibility cloak is my whole thing, I guess I mean, it's not like a spell
1: proof, it's just hey, don't see me
0: right, but like if, if what is it what is my boy Sturgis doing if he's just like under the invisibility cloak, watching uh Lucius as he like hexes the air in every direction, trying to like find him, you know what I'm saying. Okay, that that is fair. Sturges is like, oh, I sure hope he doesn't hit me. Uh, He's sure pointing his wand in every direction. I sure hope he doesn't hit me one of these times. It's like Mirage in Apex, you know? Exactly. He's probably not going to shoot back when he's invisible. You just got to shoot everywhere. So, Snape sees Harry's dream during Occlumency, the, uh, the, the locked corridor dream. Right. And he's like, what the hell was that, bro? Freaks the fuck out. Harry tries to lie about it because he's real dumb. And Snape is like, yo, we've been at this for two months and you still suck ass at it. Maybe you like having these dreams because it makes you feel special. And I'm like, yeah, that definitely tracks. That definitely sounds about right. And Snape spitting hot fire on our guy Harry here, as he always does. And it's so great. He says, that is just as well, Potter, because you are neither special nor important, and it is not up to you to find out what the Dark Lord is saying to his Death Eaters. And Harry's like, no, that's your job, isn't it? And Harry's like, oh, shit, I maybe gone too far there. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> as, as soon as he says it, he's immediately scared shitless. He's like, ah, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but Snape is just kind of like, just rolls with it. He's just like. Yes, that is my job. And then he's just like, "Now, if you are ready, we will start again." And dude. Just, just rolls with it. He's so cool.
1: It's like that, um, like what? Well, yes, yeah, so you you have an older brother, like, like that feeling where you're like, you're in the heat of it, and yeah. you fucking like hit your brother, <laughs> and then you're like,
0: "Fuck, dude, shit, yeah. no, I,
1: nope, <laughs> that was bad." Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna get my ass. I'm beat. gonna get
0: fucked up. Yeah. So. Then Harry, he's able to like break out. He he finally does something good for once and uh does the uh prego pizza sauce uh oh spell <laughs> and um <laughs> tomato sauce, dude, and uh knocks Snape's wand up and uh he has memories that were not his. Uh huh. It says here, quote. A hook-nosed man was shouting at a cowering woman while a small, dark-haired boy cried in the corner. A greasy-haired teenager sat alone in a dark bedroom, pointing his wand at the ceiling, shooting down flies. A girl was laughing as a scrawny boy tried to mount a bucking broomstick. And then enough. Uh, And that's all we get. So these are Snape's memories of him as like, it seems like different points in his life uh apparently his you know um dad sounds like he was a real piece of shit and like you know was possibly abusive towards his mom um uh, mm-hmm. and possibly himself as well like it seems like and it seems just like snape just had a rough fucking childhood basically rough go at it for sure yeah. victim of circumstances yes um it just seems like You know, his home life and just him being kind of scrawny and shitty at flying broomsticks and stuff like that. It just seems like poor Snape had a a rough upbringing for sure. So Snape comes at him again and Harry has the vision of the door. But this time he gets through it. All we see is more doors for now. And Snape is like, what the fuck, bro? You suck at this so much. Uh, the Dark Lord is going to really fuck your shit up. (laughs) And Harry asks him why he calls him that. He's like, why do you? I've only heard Death Eaters call him the Dark Lord. And I'm like, maybe because he's undercover as a Death Eater, you fuckstick, you dumb piece of shit, which you already know. Yeah. God, Harry's an idiot. So there's a big commotion out in the hall. And they go out there, and Trelawney is freaking out because Umbridge has sacked her. Uh, M- umbridge, Ooh. Umbridge, real shit-eating grin on her face. She's she's loving this, and McGonagall steps in, and she's like, "It's cool, it's cool. You can still love here, L- still live here." Excuse me. Which I think it's cool that McGonagall is like being nice to Trelawney because they're, you know, don't have the best history together. You're right.
1: Yeah. No. That's I'm glad that. If if you didn't bring that up, I was gonna yeah. point that out because I, I love that.
0: It's definitely cool that McGonagall is standing up for her girl, even though they are not like on the best of terms for sure. Right. Uh Umbridge is like, the fuck she can fucking still stay here on whose authority? And then Is that Dumble's music I hear? <laughs> My fucking guy comes in and is like, yeah. You don't have the authority to kick them out of the castle. You may have the authority to fire her, but I decide who stays in the castle. And Trelawney's like, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool, I'll leave, I'll leave. And Dumble specifically says, I want you to stay. Oh, and by the way, also, I've already found a replacement for her. And in all caps, I have here... The return of the Stoned Centaurs. Yes, it's my fucking dude Firenze. Hell yeah.
1: Yep. Very, very, very glad about
0: this and you getting to see this. Yes, dude. I was so happy. That this is maybe like definitely the second happiest point I've been in this book. But one of the happiest I've been in this whole series. Uh, first, I got the return of my guy Lockhart, and now we get the return of the stone centaurs. And I am I am hype. I am hype. And Dumble Fuck coming yeah. in and just being like, uh, hey, what up? Uh, I, I got this replacement. And she's like, you don't get to fucking replace people. And he's like, oh, yes, I do. Uh, you only get to choose teachers if I can't find a suitable replacement. But yeah, I got one for you. And he's right here. It's real good. It's really and Umbridge
1: good. is so fucking off the rocker about it.
0: Umbridge is furious. Umbridge is
1: absolutely furious. I haven't gotten to ask you, or no, like not that I haven't gotten to. I just I haven't gotten around to it. <clears throat> um, you you haven't said much about Umbridge, like what your thoughts are on her and like your, like do you?
0: I mean, she. Do sucks. you think she's
1: like she's a bitch, right?
0: Yeah, she sucks. I mean, that's obvious. Who doesn't think she sucks?
1: It, it's it's just interesting because like anytime, anytime I talk about this book with with any like Harry Potter fan, mm-hmm. oftentimes one of the main things is like, dude, Umbridge fucking sucks so hard. Like, like she's such a standout like like piece of shit character.
0: Like in a negative way, like it, it detracts from the enjoyment. No, of no, the no, book no, 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 no. Like okay.
1: she she's a good person to hate. Sure, right?
0: no, definitely. She definitely has a little bit of that like Joffrey aspect to her right and and i maybe i'm just like
1: i had certain expectations and you haven't said anything but like i feel like you sometimes appreciate that like kind of people that are like good to hate yes
0: i I just i just i just wondered i just don't think she's that interesting like that's fair i mean she's she's basically just a a puppet right that's that's literally what I was just about to say she she is a puppet for the ministry so it's just she is basically a stand-in for fudge at the school and fudge is a much more interesting character than she is she's just kind of this maliciously evil puppet and I just yeah yeah you suck but I'm not like you don't impress me like your shittiness doesn't impress me sure okay that that's fair and like I I expected you to be like,
1: oh, yeah, like, she's a good villain, uh, because I feel like a lot of people think that.
0: She's all right.
1: Uh, But also what you're saying I think makes perfect sense, and I was just curious as to what your take is on her. Sure.
0: I got you. I mean, she has some good back and forths with, like, characters, like with Dumble here, with McGonagall several, several times. Um, Yes. But, yeah, at the end of the day, I feel like she's just such a puppet for the Ministry that I don't. I don't feel like her personality is, like, anything, like, crazy enjoyable. But, I mean, she's good. She, she serves her purpose. Let me put it that way.
1: Right. If you, if you ever get around to watching this movie, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which, obviously, I'm not going to hold my breath for it, but <laughs> if you do, uh, I think you will be more impressed with, I don't know her name, but the performance that is given for her. Like, this is very good. She, like, it, it much like in the same way, uh, the peop- what's the kid's name that
0: plays Joff? Uh, shoot, what is his name? I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah. I, either Jackie way, much in the same way that, like, Gleason. Pe- uh, like Gleason that. You're right. Yeah.
1: Jack Gleason. Jack Gleason. Yeah. Uh, much in the same way that people, like, inherently just hate him yeah. now because they hate Joff. It's, like, much the same thing has happened sure. with
0: Sure. Gotcha. Uh, that is the end of chapter 26, by the way. So, chapter 27. <laughs> Yo, bestiality for the win. Uh, oh, my God. Chi- these chicks are apparently secret furries. We're cutting that. No and way. And they have got it bad for Firenze. Uh, Parvati and, uh, what's her name? Lavender. No, we're not cutting this.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> they are furries, and they have got it bad for Firenze. But you know what? You do you, boo. I, got, I, got, I don't judge. Uh they're like i
1: suppose the problem with bestiality is you can't get consent this so forensic
0: can gives consent
1: in this in this case i suppose so then we shouldn't call it bestiality because that's weird
0: okay furry sex what do you want from me (laughs) i don't fucking know dude (laughs) it's just so weird Dude, it's weird that Rowling makes a whole, like, writes several paragraphs about how in love these couple, like, teenagers are with Firenze. There's a whole issue with Rowling, so, like, that's yeah, fine. So, uh, Hermione, though, is just like, meh, I never much liked horses, Uh, which I think is funny because they're all like, (laughs) he's so beautiful. What's wrong with you, Hermione? She's like, whatever. So, Hermione confirmed not a furry. Better and better, she's getting. Yes, she's better and better, exactly. <laughs> uh, they go to his class, which is just a fucking forest indoors. He said Dumble yeah. set up this bitchin' ass classroom for him. Uh, so, good on you, Dumble. He's got a hoof bruise on his chest. Yeah. And he can't return to the forest because his herd has banished him because he's teaching for Dumble. So that sucks, but also, I totally makes sense because Bane and what was the other what was the other centaurs name that we met? Um the one that was real wishy washy. It was like, come on guys, be nice.
1: Yeah, it was Bane and his
0: Bane friends and Fuck, I don't remember. I can't remember, yeah. Um they they basically were like giving him a bunch of shit for just letting Harry ride on his back. So this totally adds up that they have banished him. Um, I also had the thought of is this what's fucking up Hagrid is the centaurs because he had this hoof bruise and I was like is Hagrid trying to do something with the centaurs and they're beating the shit out of him I don't know they seem to be I don't know why they would be f- fucking up Hagrid because they seem to be more peaceful than that but also apparently they beat up friends they're just incredibly
1: so. proud and like Want to remain remain doing things their way always.
0: Right. So I don't know. That's just a thought I had. We still haven't not learned what the fuck is going on with Hagrid. So they're in his his class. Pravati tries to learn him about all the shit that Trelawney has taught them. And he says, yeah, that's just straight up human nonsense horseshit. Yeah, (laughs) horseshit. He's like, all this stuff that she's taught you is. Uh, hey, it's Ronin, by the way. Ronin, yes, that is right. How did yeah. he have such a cool name and he was the lamest one?
1: Yeah, I think we said
0: that too in that did, episode.
1: Probably, cause, yeah, because yeah, that's a
0: cool fucking yeah, name. It's a badass fucking name. Do you remember? It's an old ass anime, Ronin Warriors. Uh, Yeah. Well, I
1: remember the title. I don't remember it.
0: It's like. Uh, was it on Toonami? It was on Toonami for a brief yeah. time. It's like, oh, I, it's got to be like an 80s anime, but it was rad as shit. Um hell yeah, Ronin Warriors. I haven't thought about that in a long time. Robotech is an 80s anime, and it's also fucking <sighs> it's true. Bad. Listen, just because it's old doesn't mean it's bad. Um so just like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically Scott's an 80s anime. Basically, Friends is like, uh, there's gonna be a wizard war. He's like, This is this is what the signs are saying, and there's gonna be a wizard war. That's what's happening. So after their class is done, they're leaving and Firenze wants to talk to Harry after class. He's like, "Hey, you're friends with Hagrid, right?" And Harry's like, "Yeah." And he says, "Then give him a warning from me. His attempt is not working. He would do better to abandon it." Dude. And so this also what does it mean? this also I was like, "Okay, he has to be like trying to recruit the centaurs, I think." And Harry's like, "His attempt Could is be. not working?" And Firenze's like, yeah, he would do better to abandon it. I would warn Hagrid myself, but I am banished. It would be unwise for me to go too near the forest. Hagrid has troubles enough without a centaur's battle. And Harry's like, but what's Hagrid attempting to do? And Firenze just says, Hagrid has recently rendered me a great service. And he has long since earned my respect for the care he shows all living creatures. I shall not betray his secret, but he must be brought to his senses. The attempt is not working. Tell him, Harry Potter, good day to you. I love
1: this because, like, Friends basically was like, um, well, not going to tell you, but just fucking tell him. Yeah. Uh, but, like, he said it so
0: cool that I'm like, fuck yeah. Friends. Frenzy's a cool f- motherfucker for sure. Yeah. I liked I liked him from the very beginning uh, when he first showed up in the first book. Yeah. 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 So Harry, Harry tells Hagrid, and Hagrid is like, that Frenzy is a nice bloke, but he's wrong. The attempt's coming along fine. Also, there's more important things to be worrying about than keeping me job. Because uh, I think Harry also told him, like, hey, also, you gotta get your lessons right, my guy, um, because you're gonna get sacked because Trelawney got sacked. Right. So, uh, they're practicing, they're up to practicing Patronus in DA now, uh, Dumbledore's army, whatever, and uh, we find out Hermione's Patronus is an otter, which is rad. Uh, It's funny, because, like, the day before I read this chapter, I just happened to see a video where this otter like climbs onto this dude's boat to get away from this fucking giant ass killer whale. Have Have you seen this? Yes. Dude.
1: It's so rad. It's so
0: cool. And all of a sudden I was just like, dude, otters are cool as shit.
1: Hold on. I think that was, it an otter? I thought it was a beaver. No, 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 no. you're right. The one I'm talking about, it is an otter. otter.
0: Uh, I'm like, otters are cool as shit, man. Yeah. Uh, They, they look very cool. So Hermione's being an otter, I am super a fan of. Uh, Dobby comes in and says, Umbridge knows and is coming. But is she on her way? She is also on her way, for <laughs> sure. Uh, they all run out, but Malfoy trips Harry and Umbridge catches him. Malfoy and Pansy are just like her little henchmen now, apparently. And we get more on that here in a bit. So Harry's in big, big doo doo now. Uh, <laughs> big doo doo. Big doo doo. You throw doo doo paper at me. Uh, eat the poo poo. <laughs> Umbridge (laughs) takes him to Dumble's office Where we got a whole full house Uh, Corny Fudge is there McGonagall's there My fucking guy Kingsley Shacklebolt Dude, hold on, Scott Before
1: you go even farther into this This is one of my favorite scenes ever This is a great fucking scene It's so fucking rad This
0: was the best part of this section For sure
1: Oh my god, it's so cool. Okay, I'm sorry. I will stop jizzing everywhere. Uh,
0: I don't know if you've heard this before, but Dumbledore's got style. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Percy, also here. Fucking Percy. Uh, Corny is like, yeah, you know why you're here. And Harry almost just admits it and like is wants to be a defiant little shit. But he looks at Dumble. Dumble's not looking in his eyes, but something in the way Dumble is looking. He changes his mind and then Harry, my fucking guy smartest thing he's ever done he's just denying until he dies, baby deny till you die, Harry Corny says they have a witness to them having an illegal club and brings in Cho's friend, Marietta, I believe her name is, yep, Marietta Uh, the sneak, yes apparently her mother works in the ministry and Fudge is, is super stoked on this he's like, jolly good, jolly good uh, like mother, like daughter, eh? Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah? He's like, well, come on, let's hear it. Don't be shy. And then he sees her face, and he he's, he screams galloping gargoyles, first of all, which is real funny. And he's so frightened that he leaps backwards and sets himself on fire, because he lands, like, partially in the fireplace. And uh-huh. he has to, like, put his cloak out, because it was on fire. Which is really great. Um, so, her face is all fucked up. We know about this. Hermione put a hex on the paper that they all signed. And her face is, like, all swollen and, like, got... She's got, like, boils, yeah, and boils. like, Yeah, boils. They call them pustules. And... Uh, also, her... Oh, it's the actual... I guess it's the actual pustules that form the word sneak.
1: Yeah, uh, they spell out sneak. It's like a... <laughs> It's like a connect the dot. <laughs>
0: it's sneak. like a connect the dot. Uh, yeah. It's so gross. It's, it sounds fucking disgusting. This poor girl. And Umbridge is like, never mind the spots now, dear. Just take your robes away from your mouth and tell the minister about what everything you saw.
1: Isn't it funny to know that like when Hermione was like, oh, no, 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 they won't tell. Like, or trust me. If they right. if they said if they said anything we we'd would know. know yeah we'd know we know and like she just leaves
0: it at that it's like dude fucking vicious man dude, Hermione's so good uh yeah she is savage and that's maybe my favorite aspect of Hermione is how savage she can be yeah uh, definitely it's so great so. She was able, she went to Umbridge and she was able to tell her that there was a meeting in this secret room called the Room of Requirement. But then the jinxed kicked in and she couldn't, she wouldn't and couldn't say anymore. Fudge asked, Can't we do like a counter jinx to like clear this up? And Umbridge is like, yeah, I haven't been able to figure one out yet. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Hermione. Dude, like fucking- she's so <laughs> Umbridge can't even, this like fully adult witch that works in the ministries can't even figure out a counter jinx to this fucking fifth year student. So then they're like, so she won't say anything. And Umbridge is like, no, it doesn't matter because I have this testimony from Willie Widdershins. Uh, about them having love, this... Love a good Willie. Love a good Willie Wittershins <laughs> about this meeting they had. Free Willie. In, what was it, The Boar's Head? Yeah, The Boar's Head. Right. Um, and My Willie's head. <laughs> God damn it. You are the
1: worst. <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. You
0: are the worst. Uh, <laughs> so... I can't even find my place because you're so the worst. Oh, so Willie Wittershins like came. I was like, where have I heard this name? I know I've heard this name. This was the guy that blew up like the toilets that uh, right. Arthur yeah. was trying to catch. That somehow like got off of charges, and we find out why he got off on charges right here now. Uh, he happened to be in the bar. He heard every word, uh, and straight away came to, to report to me. And this is this this is so good. Dumbledore's line here is so good. McGonagall goes Dumbledore's line. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. McGonagall's line. McGonagall's like, oh, so that's why he wasn't prosecuted for setting up all those regurgitating toilets. What an interesting insight into our justice system. <laughs> Sounds just like our justice system. <laughs> Sounds a lot. Listen, justice systems are inherently corrupt, I feel like. Uh and there's a portrait on the wall, because, you know, Dumble's got all these portraits of the previous headmasters, and one of one of them starts screaming, Blatant corruption! The Ministry did not cut deals with petty criminals in my day! No, sir, they did not! <laughs> and Dumble's just like, Thank you, Fortescue, that will do. <laughs> I don't know who this Fortescue guy is, but he's pretty rad. Dumble is like, Yeah, I'm sure Harry can tell you that this is all true. This secret meeting, or this forming this club, but uh I got you guys over a barrel. That meeting was two days before the decree about clubs went up. So they didn't do anything wrong anything wrong. Do you have any evidence that they continued their meetings after your decree went up? And technicalities, I love it. Getting out on a technicality here. What is that? I think it's from Futurama, there's a famous line where it's like you are technically correct. The best kind of correct <laughs> I do not remember that, uh, but yeah, it's, that's technically funny. It's a good Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then there's this weird thing, and I find out later what this was. As Dumbledore spoke, Harry heard a rustle behind him and rather thought Kingsley whispered something. He could have sworn to that he felt something brush against his side, a gentle something like a draft or bird wings, but looking down, he saw nothing there. So and the- then he heard hey little mama let me whisper in your ear definitely not (laughs) he heard kingsley like putting a memory charm on marietta apparently so she would now just like be like nah we didn't have any meetings there were no meetings after this meeting in the boar's head so she she's not saying nothing they're asking her like hey did you have meetings after this and she's just shaking her head and umbridge is like losing it at this point and she's like, but there was a meeting tonight! There was a meeting! You told me about it in the Room of Requirement! Potter was the leader! Potter organized it! Uh, so then... Oh yeah, this is really good. McGonagall has a stinger of a line here. Because Umbridge is like, why are you shaking your head, girl? And McGonagall's like, well, usually when a person shakes their head, they mean no. So unless Miss Edgecombe is using a form of sign language as yet unknown to humans. <laughs> Real good, McGonagall. And then Umbridge, like, fucking grabs this girl as like, shaking her, which I fucking love that people are, like, on their game about, like, this is not okay Dumbledore jumps up, wand out, Kingsley steps forward, wand out, they're like ready to fuck Umbridge up if they don't stop, like, if she doesn't stop, like, shaking this poor girl, this student, and Dumbledore's like, I cannot allow you to manhandle my students, Dolores, uh, and Kingsley's Shacklebolt, our guy, is also like, yeah, calm yourself, calm your bitch ass down, Umbridge. You don't want to get yourself into <laughs> you, any trouble now. You don't want to get yourself into any trouble. So yeah, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, Shacklebolt. I forgot myself.
1: Uh so it looks like By the way, fucking shouts out to the best name in the fucking series. Kingsley Shacklebolt is real good. Kingsley Shacklebolt slaps my ass so hard, dude.
0: <laughs> Tell me more about him slapping your ass. <laughs> I need to I'd know. rather not. No, that's uh that's private between I, him and I. I need to know. I need to know the details. So It seems like they're going to get out of this. Marietta is denying. Harry is denying. This technicality, their technically correct thing, it seems like they're going to get out of this. But (sighs) the jig is still up. Pansy went into the room of requirements and got the paper with the list of names that says Dumble's Army. Fudge horrified by this. And once Dumble sees it, he's just like, Well, do you want a uh, statement or a written confession? And Fudge is like, What the fuck are you talking about? And Dumble's like, Yeah, this was all my idea. I organized this. It was, it was all me, buddy. And Fudge is, like, shocked, but also delighted at the same time. He says he came to expect he came to Hogwarts expecting to fuck up Potter, but instead gets Dumbledore... Uh, Dumble has a really great line something about like yes it's like looking for a an knut and finding a galleon instead or something like that basically he's calling Harry shitty and himself awesome is basically what it means right uh huh Uh, Fudge is like you'll be arrested charged and await trial at Azkaban <laughs> my fucking guy Dumble very unconcerned by this he's just like ah oh, yes well I thought we might hit that little snag And Fudge is like, snag? I see no snag, Dumbledore. Well, I'm afraid I do. It's just that you seem to be laboring under the delusion that I am going to, what is the phrase, come quietly. Dude. (laughs) So fucking good. That is maybe the best line he's ever had. Oh, it's so (sighs) Ah, good. (laughs) Come quietly. What a fucking baller. Dude, I come so loudly. You come loudly when he says come quietly. (laughs) Yes. Yes, dude. I'm afraid I am not going to come quietly at all, Cornelius. I have absolutely no intention of being sent to Azkaban. God damn, he's on a fucking roll here. This line too. I could break out, of course, but what a waste of time. And frankly, I can think of a whole host of other things I would rather be doing. <laughs> God Fuck fucking yes! damn. Holy shit. He's such a ball. He's like, yeah, you know what? I could go to Azkaban for like a couple hours. I mean, it'd be super easy for me to break out, but I got better shit to do. Just so much cooler shit to do.
1: Yeah. It's so good. And
0: it's so good. Uh, Umbridge and Fudge are like getting furious. They're like... They're like stunned, even like they're they're they cannot believe what is happening. It's it's so funny that like
1: these two ministry officials, the minister of fucking magic, never even thought that like oh shit we might like have to fight Dumble
0: fucking door man yeah. like <laughs> this can't happen. You didn't bring a big enough stick with you, d- uh, Fudge. <laughs> like yeah. you fucking come at Dumble, you better come correct, baby. That that motherfucker has the biggest dick in the room, and he will slap you in the face with it real hard. Dude, so thick and big, <laughs> So heavy. It's just so weighted. He will fuck your shit up, Fudge. And boy, does he. Fudge is like still somehow confident in himself. He looks at Kingsley Shacklebolt and this other guy who I... Oh, Dollish is his name. Who I think we just now got his name. Harry didn't know who it was. Uh, Dolish seems like he's, uh, uh, like a ministry crony, even though we don't, we know Shacklebolt Wait. is not.
1: First, first, we get, maybe you were going to say this, so sorry if I'm getting ahead of you, but for, before Dollish and Shacklebolt get ordered to take him, uh, Fudge is like, you int- intend to take us all on by yourself, and, uh, oh yeah, I'm coming to that okay okay
0: i'm sorry there's there's still a couple of real good things before it's it's that. so good all of it's so good this whole thing <laughs> so yeah so these are there, there's two auras here uh sorry magical hit wizard shit
1: and, Dude, you that uh, what a I'm, slip up. i'm
0: struggling i'm struggling uh i think we're i think we got him guys. no no we didn't get him <laughs> Don't be silly, Dollish. I'm sure you are an excellent magical hit wizard. I seem to remember that you achieved outstanding in all of your newts, but if you attempt to err uh, bring me in by force, I will have to hurt you. Oh, Dude. I'm I'm coming right now, just thinking about fucking dumb you, you
1: remember in Dodgeball how Ben Stiller's character has like the penis pump like where like <laughs> He, like, squeezes it, and it just gets bigger and bigger. Yes. Dumbledore's dick was big enough, but, like, somehow he's got his fucking pants hooked up Dude. to this pump. And it is just
0: getting even bigger. It's so good. Dollish just, like, does not know what to do about this. He, like, looks at Fudge, <laughs> like, what do I do, boss? And this is where Fudge is like, so you're going to take on Dollish, Shacklebolt, Dolores, and myself, single-handed Dumbledore. And Dumbledore just comes back with Merlin's beard. No. Not unless you are foolish enough to force me to.
1: Dude.
0: <laughs> Jesus. so
1: fucking badass.
0: And uh, this is where McGonagall, our fucking girl, steps in. She's like, he will not be single-handed. And she busts out her wand. Dumbledore, though, is like, oh, yes, he will, Minerva. So I love, he's even ca- talking about himself in the third person now. This dude is on such a fucking roll. Uh, he says, Hogwarts needs you. Wait,
1: he's not talking about himself in the third person? Yes, he is. Cause... Oh, oh, yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. God, Zach. Fucker. <laughs> that is my full name. God, Zach, fucker.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Dumble's basically like, don't help me. I fucking got this. Uh. Also, Hogwarts needs you. And here's where Fudge is like, enough of this. Doll Shacklebolt. Take him. And a streak of silver light flashed around the room. There was a bang like a gunshot, and the floor trembled. Trembled. A hand grabbed the scruff of Harry's neck, forced him down to the floor. As a second silver flash went off, several of the porchlets yelled, fox screeched, cloud of dust, blah, blah, blah. Uh, basically, all of this ends with Dumbledore has fucked them all up. Uh, his, his office is kind of wrecked. Uh, Fudge, uh, Fudge, Umbrish, Kingsley, and Dawlish lay motionless on the floor Fox is here he's uh, he's just circling overhead just doing his little phoenix song Dumble says unfortunately I had to hex Kingsley too or it would have looked very suspicious he was remarkably quick on the uptake modifying Miss Edgecombe's memory like that while everyone was looking the other way thank you for him thank him for me won't you Minerva and I'm like, fuck yeah, Kingsley. What a fucking baller. Uh, now they will all awake very soon and it will be best if they do not know that we had time to communicate. You must act as though no time has passed, as though they were merely knocked to the ground. They will not remember. I what Do we know Like what spell he used on them here? Because he's no, fucking right. Uh, no. Okay. It,
1: that doesn't ever go
0: into it. Uh, McGonnell's like, where will you go? Grim old place. Um, he's like, oh, no, no, no. I am not going into hiding. Fudge will soon wish he'd never dislodge me from Hogwarts. Dude. I promise you. It's so big Jesus and thick and veiny. Jesus dude. He is firing on every cylinder that exists. Uh, Harry's like, Professor Dumbledore, I, this is all my fault. Shit, what have I done? Uh, yeah, he feels terrible that... This whole DA thing and, you know, Dumbledore is now basically leaving to save him from expulsion. And Dumbledore's like, listen to me, Harry. You must study Occlumency as hard as you can. Do you understand me? Do everything Professor Snape tells you to and practice it, particularly every night before sleeping so that you can close your mind to bad dreams. You will understand why soon enough, but you must promise me. They start to stir these fuckers, and Dumbledore, again, trying to get this fucker Harry's attention. Remember, close your mind. Uh, But as Dumbledore touches Harry, you know, he gets the scar pain again, and he wants to, like, strike Dumbledore to hurt him. And Dumbledore just says again, you will understand. And Dumbledore grabs Fox's tail. There's a flash of fire, and the pair of them are gone. It's so cool. <sighs> I, okay. Let me, let me get to the end of this chapter, then we'll unpack here.
1: Okay, all right, all right.
0: So, they get up. They're like, what the fuck just happened? You can't apparate inside Hogwarts. Where the fuck did he go? Uh, Fudge is, like, fully done with Potter, and what is her name, Marietta?
1: Marietta, yeah.
0: So, yeah, he's completely done with them. He's like, you better get those two off to bed. And... McGonagall's taking them out, and my fucking guy, Phineas Nigellus Harry. Here's Phineas Nigelus telling Fudge, "You know, Minister, I disagree with Dumbledore on many counts, but you cannot deny he's got style." Great stinger to end the chapter, uh, dude. Love, love, love getting another Phineas thing here, and holy shit, fucking Dumbledore, man. Some heavy stuff, man. It's real fucking
1: good. Yes. So. If only it lived up to the hype in the movie. Was it not great in the movie? It it was a good moment in the movie, but it's... Not necessarily it's all wrong, because it's... I mean, I get it. It's fine if they change things, but it just... It didn't express how triumphant it was. Like, how much of a baller Dumbledore really is. Right.
0: So... The thing I wanted to unpack here mainly is fucking Harry. I just, I don't understand this, this piece of shit. Dumbledore does all this to keep him from getting expelled and takes the f- precious few seconds he has before he has to leave to tell him how important it is to study Occlumency and to try his hardest at it and to listen to Snape. And please, please, you fucking need this. You have to practice this. Does he listen? Does he do this at all? Not even in the slightest effort does he make towards doing this. Yeah, Um. look, man,
1: I have. I have nothing. I'm not going to defend Harry on that. Because he's a fucking idiot. He sucks
0: so much. Like, Dumble does so much for him. And he's just like, oh shit, that was cool. I'm going to completely ignore everything you just told me about Aquamancy and Snape and all that now. Okay, see ya, bye. God, he's he's just the worst. So, chapter 28. Uh, Umbridge is the new headmaster, but she can't get back into Dumble's office. Uh, the stone gargoyle just will not move for her apparently, which is pretty funny. She's real upset about it. It's
1: it's just such a little fucking tap on the nuts, like, right? Just like
0: ah, fuck. you. Right. It's just like yeah, fuck you, uh, Umbridge. Malfoy and the other Slytherins, some of the other Slytherins, I guess, are Umbridge's handpicked inquisitorial squad, and they take the a worst. ton of points from everyone. Uh, they they got all this power now to take from everyone and they're they're exercising it uh fred and george come down and they're they're like yeah you hear about this uh inquisitorial squad thing and george says yeah montague tried to do us during break and ron's like what do you mean tried and fred's like oh he never actually managed to get all the words out due to the fact that we forced him headfirst into that vanishing cabinet on the first floor and she's like, but you'll get into terrible trouble, Hermione says this. Not until Montague reappears, and that could take weeks. I don't know where we Dude, sent him. <laughs> that's so funny, man. It's just like tr- magically transported him somewhere. It's real Yeah, the good.
1: vanishing cabinet is, is a fucking weird thing.
0: It's real funny. We see where Montague reappeared uh, here in a bit. Spoiler alert, it's inside a toilet. Uh... <laughs> And friend George are like, anyway, we've decided we don't care about getting into trouble anymore. <laughs> Hermione with a, a good line, have you ever? <laughs> 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 and George is like, of course we have. We've never been expelled, have we? We've always known where to draw the line. We might have put a toe across it occasionally, but we've always stopped short of causing real mayhem. But now, well, now that Dumbledore's gone, we reckon a bit of mayhem is exactly what our dear new head deserves. Fred and George, man,
1: the fucking goats. They're
0: fucking great. Hermione's like, you mustn't, you really mustn't, she'd love a reason to expel you. And Fred's like, you don't get it, Hermione. We don't care about staying anymore. We'd walk right out, we'd walk out right now if we weren't determined to do our bit for Dumbledore first. Uh, So anyway, phase one is about to begin. I'd get in the great hall for lunch if I were you. That way the teachers will see you can't have had anything to do with it. Anything to do with what said Hermione? You'll see. Run along now, dude. Uh, they're so rad. They they are real rad. So Filch shows up. Uh, says, um, says to Harry, Umbridge wants to talk to you. Uh, he's taken her him to her. He seems absolutely delighted by her being in charge now. He says, student torture and expelling peeves are on the way which he is super-duper excited about. They get to Umbridge's office, and she wants Harry to drink some tea, which obviously has some kind of truth serum in it, because as soon as he pretends to start drinking it, she starts asking him all these questions, like where Dumbledore is and where, then where Sirius is. He denies. He, he denies till he dies, and he smartly does not drink any of the tea. And just then, Fred George set off an entire crate of fireworks inside the school. Uh, Apparently, some of these fireworks spell out naughty words in the air, like poo. The only one that is expressly said is the (laughs) word poo, which is just amazing. Eat the poo-poo. They eat the poo-poo. Umbridge has to spend all day dealing with these fireworks. Uh, She's running from classroom. Because all the other teachers think this is hilarious. They're just like... Hey, Umbridge, there's fireworks in my classroom. You gotta do something about that. Uh, Flitwick says he could have easily gotten rid of them himself, but he wasn't sure he had the authority. And I'm like, fuck yes, my guy, Flitwick. Very good.
1: Flitwick's cool. I like him. Every
0: time he shows up in these books, it's like, cool. Yeah, you're a cool dude, Flitwick. So Harry has the dream again, and he manages to get several doors deep into a room full of shelves. With glass spheres. Which I don't know what that's about. Uh, Maybe they have potions. Maybe this is the potion room. I don't know. Uh, The fireworks wake him up and he's disappointed because there's something in there he wants. He's like, he's burning with this desire. There's something in there. And I'm like, it's not something you want. It's something Voldy wants, you dipshit. Why are you letting this happen?
1: Anyway. It's like watching Anakin
0: fall to the dark side. (laughs) It's worse than that, because Anakin at least, like, was in love with his wife and had, like, a legit reason for it. Harry has no legit reason other than he's an idiot. I mean... So Cho tries to apologize for her friend narking on them, and Harry is a real dick about it. And he's like, don't start crying again, this fucking asshole. Uh, show's like, I wasn't gonna fucking cry and runs off. So they're on the outs again, which I'm all for because again, show deserves better than him. Uh, so he goes to his aquamency class with Snape, and just as they're about to start, Malfoy comes in and says they need help getting Montague out of the toilet on the fourth floor. Uh, so this is where Montague apparently showed back up. So Snape goes out to help them. He's like, We'll take this, pick this lesson back up tomorrow, Potter. And of course, what does Harry do best? He snoops. He snoops into Snape's. He does the old Snape and Snoop. Uh the old Snape and the Snoop. The old Snape and Snoop into Snape's thoughts in the pensive. This uh This was a section. So it's it's like so in this memory it's like exam time. He sees like fifteen year old Snape. Also, like, 15-year-old James Potter, Sirius Black, Lupin—what's Lupin's last name?
1: Well, Lupin is his last name. Remus is his first name. Remus
0: Lupin, Jesus, yeah. I should have known that. Remus Lupin and Peter Pettigrew. Uh, (laughs) There's a real good gag here after they're done taking this exam. Uh, Sirius asks, did you like question 10, Mooney? And Lupin's like, loved it. Give five signs that identify the werewolf. And they're like, do you think you managed to get all the signs? And Lupin is like, I think I did. Uh, one, he's sitting in my chair. Two, he's wearing my clothes. Three, his name's Remus Lupin. <laughs> <laughs> he's now, got jokes. He's Lupin's got jokes. Not only is he the coolest of the three of them, uh, he's also got the four of them, I guess. I don't even count Pettigrew. Um, yeah, you shouldn't. He sucks. He's got fucking jokes. I love Lupin so much. Um, Pettigrew doesn't even get this joke Pettigrew's like uh, I got the snout shape and the pupils of the eyes and the tufted tail but I couldn't think of what else and James is like how fucking thick are you you run around with a werewolf once a month
1: <laughs> dude
0: fucking idiot uh, also James is also an idiot cause he's just like calling out Lupin for being a werewolf and Lupin's like dude fucking keep your goddamn voice down you narc so, you fucking cop, you fucking cop, <laughs> James, James. Oh, my God. Oh, so James is showing off with a snitch like he's a real dick. Uh, Pettigrew loves it. This is real funny. Sirius tells James to cut it out playing with his snitch before Pettigrew wets himself from excitement. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was like, I forgot about that. That's so funny. This relationship the four of them have is real bizarre. Uh, My next note is in all caps, and it just says, Yo, fuck James and Sirius. Yeah. <sighs> it's rough. I, I was in several minds of this when this happened. At first, I was like, yo, fuck them. This is fucked up what they're doing to Snape. This is not okay. Why the fuck are they such assholes? And then I started thinking a little more, and I was like, okay... How does the pensive work exactly? Are these, like, pure, unadulterated facts? Like, this is exactly what happened? Or are the memories tainted by the individual that they're coming out of? Like, are they prejudiced? Turns out, Uh, I pretty much find out later. They seem to be just fact.
1: Yes. We'll go with that for now. So... The uh, memories can be altered, you know this through magic. Sure,
0: but this one does not uh, seem if it's to be been,
1: altered. And I'll say this: this is this is uh, vague enough to where it's not any type of spoiler. But if you were if you were looking at a at a altered memory in a pensive, uh, you would visually be able to tell.
0: Interesting. So it like yeah. has a different. It's like when uh, when uh, when. Uh... There's ever like a flashback in an anime. It's like got that uh, the haze, the haze around everything. Exactly something along those Uh,
1: lines. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a good
0: comparison. Yes. Okay. So, so I will. I don't want to go into this too much because it just makes me sad because these fuckers are such goddamn dicks. There's a couple points of this that are pretty pretty important though. So yes. So. Basically they're just bored and they see what who they call Snivellus walking up. And
1: we've seen Sirius call him this already. Yes,
0: definitely. And basically, unprovoked, they call out Snivellus. Snape tries to like react, pull out his wand, but they fuck him up first. They do all these, like, curses and hexes to him. They do a bunch of, like, awful shit to him. And as uh, as they're basically tormenting him, Lily Potter, not, not Lily Potter at this point, Lily Evans, I think is her last name. Yep, yep, Lily Evans. She runs up and is like, hey, stop being dicks, leave him the fuck alone. Um, She seems to be the only one. They they say here several people that were watching laughed. Snape was clearly unpopular. But Lily, she seems like a very good person. She runs up and is just like, leave him alone. James is like, oh, I'll leave him alone if you go out with me, Evans. This f- motherfucker. And she asks him, leave him alone. What What's he done to you? This is uh, maybe the most damning line of this whole thing.
1: Yeah, this is really bad.
0: Well, it's more the fact that he exists, if you know what I mean. Lily, not happy with this. She's like, you think you're funny, but you're just an arrogant, bullying, toe rag, Potter. Leave him alone. And again, James is like go out with me, and I'll never lay a wand on Snivelly again. And Lily's like, I wouldn't go out with you if it was a choice between you and the giant squid. So then Snape manages to get his wand back, and he he kind of starts to fight back. He does. He manages to cut James's face, but uh, it's also like two against one because Sirius and James are both like doing jinxes and shit to him. They like basically, you know what this reminded me of? Um, what the Death Eaters were doing to those poor, that poor muggle family at the uh, the World Cup. They fucking yep. lift him up in the air and turn him upside down and are like, hey, look yep. at fucking this guy's under drawers. Isn't that funny? Let's pull his pants down. Yup. Isn't that weird? <sighs> so Lily's still screaming at them to leave him alone. James even says Evans don't make me Hex you <laughs> This fucking guy uh, Snape Not blameless here I want to make that clear He Says Because they finally Let him go And James is like You're lucky Evans Was here snivelous, And he says He replies with I don't need help From filthy little Mudbloods like her uh, Obviously not okay So Snape Not blameless, but then again, he has to be in a lot of distress here. But still, no excuses, not okay. Uh, Lily's just like, fine, I won't bother in the future. And just walks off. I'd wash
1: my- I'd wash your pants if I were you, Snivellus. Yeah, that's- (laughs) Damn, damn, Lily,
0: you didn't have to do him like that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know he called you a mudbud, but shit. Uh- Evan or excuse me, James is then like, oh apologize to her. And Lily's like, I don't want you to make him apologize. You're as bad as he is. And she really like lets him have it here. She's like, messing up your hair because you think it looks cool, to so look like you've just got off your broomstick, showing off with that stupid snitch, walking down corridors and hexing anyone who annoys you just because you can. I'm surprised you broomstick can get off the ground with that, your fat head on it. You make me sick. Uh, <laughs> she leaves, and James, just as dumb as Harry, what is it with her? And Sirius has a real good line here. He says, reading between the lines, I'd say she thinks you're a bit conceited, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which is real funny. Uh, And then it ends with, right, who wants to see me take off Snively's pants? So they just start tormenting him again. And this is when uh, Snape grabs Harry, yanks him out of the pensive. Uh, Snape, livid. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Uh, He is, like, having fun, been enjoying yourself, Potter. Harry, legitimately terrified of Snape. At this point. point, uh, first... Rightfully so. Yes, rightfully so. <laughs> first sensible thing he's... First sensible feelings he's had in a while. Um, Amusing man, your father, wasn't he? You will not tell anybody what you saw. And Harry's like, no, 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 of course I won't. Get out, get out. I don't want you to see... I don't want to see you in this office ever again. Harry runs out. Snape furious furious furious. And then the last thing in this chapter, he he he's he's kind of thinking about he's he's he feels horrified and it was that he knew how it felt to be humiliated in the middle of a circle of onlookers, knew exactly how Snape had felt as his father had taunted him and that judging from what he had seen his father had been every bit as arrogant as Snape had always told him. And that's the end of the chapter. So. Thoughts? Uh. James Potter is somehow worse than Harry Potter. Uh. This fucker sucks. Uh. Sirius sucks. Maybe not to the extent James does. James is definitely the worst.
1: I think Sirius was the one who was like, Yeah, if you're bored,
0: why don't you go fuck with him? He did, but. Fucking, there are a million other things that James was already doing in this chapter, like proving what a fucking asshole he was. Yeah, no, definitely. He's he's what you would call in
1: modern day a fuck boy.
0: Oh, he is the <laughs> fuckiest of fuck boys. Uh, yeah. Lupin did not join in, but he didn't try and stop them either. I'm actually most disappointed in him. Although it's probably hard for a werewolf to make friends, but no excuses, Lupin. Yeah, you no, I mean you're, in.
1: you're not right. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not right. You're not Thanks, right buddy. either.
0: But you're you're not wrong. Uh, so yeah, I think Occlumency might be over. Um yeah. You think I, <laughs> maybe I, a little bit? I think so. This is this is bad. This is bad. We get. I, I. I was gonna unpack this more here, but we get more kind of background on it here in a bit in chapter twenty nine. Cool. So all right. So I'll, I'll Let's get wait to that. till we get that because at this point I was. This was where I was thinking like, okay, is this all legit? Exactly how it happened, or are these memories tainted by Snape's prejudice? Right.
1: That's a good thought. Uh, obviously, I mean. I, obviously, I didn't. I didn't think about it like that. I, th- I, you know, as a child, when I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, that's cold hard fact. I right. mean, although that is the case, right? And you you find that that, out.
0: that that was my first reaction was it was cold hard fact. But then also, like, just how shitty they were, I was like, maybe this is exaggerated. prejudice, exaggerated, exactly. But we'll we'll unpack that fully once we get the full picture here. So, okay, chapter twenty nine. Uh, I just have a quick note here about. Crookshanks being pissed at Harry because this dick won't give him a nice scratch. Uh, Harry lost in thoughts, and Crookshanks just won't scratch. As if Harry wasn't bad enough. I know, he just won't scratch Crookshanks. To be fair to Harry, for the first time ever, uh, he has a lot on his mind at this time. Um, He is very disturbed by what he saw in the pensive. He's trying to reason that Snape deserved it, but he really can't. He's like, mm, no, I don't think really anyone deserves that. Yeah. He also yeah, thinks definitely. what I thought about how Lupin sat there and let it happen. Uh, He also, the biggest thing that was also on my mind, he also wonders how his parents ever got married and worries that maybe James forced her. Jesus. Yeah. That is a dark thought to have about your parents. But it's not tight. after what he just saw, again, I do not blame him for having that thought uh and yeah this is where i made the note about is the pensive pure unaltered fact of what happened or is it tainted by individuals prejudice and skewed by what they remember at this time i was like i feel like it has to be that and the truth is in the middle somewhere turns out i was wrong so harry's reeled down in the dumps and he basically won't talk to hermione or ron and it's Ginny, our fucking girl who finally gets him to talk he talks to her a little bit, not a lot, but he says he really wants to talk to Sirius but knows that that's impossible. Ginny it's like, eh, nothing's impossible if you're mischievous enough, my guy. Uh, she she is rad. And then she gave him chocolate to try and help cheer him up, and apparently chocolate is not allowed in the library because uh, the the librarian starts yelling at them. And Ginny says, quote, damn, I forgot. And I think that's the first – this is the first – like, swear word I can ever remember in these books.
1: Yeah, and it's from Ginny, because yeah. she's a fucking the baller. The fact
0: that it's Ginny makes me just so much happier. I'm like, fuck yeah, Ginny. Uh, so Fred and George say Ginny told them about wanting to talk to Sirius and that they'll give Harry a diversion so he can do it in Umbridge's office. Umbridge made a comment earlier about how she's watching all the flu networks in all the fireplaces right. in the castle. Except her, she just happened to tell him, which is very convenient. You know, plot. Yeah, no, plot things. And uh, <laughs> real quick note, Harry sees Hagrid limp out of the forest and go into his hut. I I, I still think it must be the centaurs kicking his ass. I don't know. <laughs> Hermione is doing everything she can to chalk Harry out of breaking into Umbridge's office and doing this. Uh, it is real reckless. She is, they, they make a big deal about how for once in history of magic, she's like not paying attention like the, everyone else and like talking to him because she's just repeatedly trying to tell him, hey, don't fucking do this. This is a real good exchange between her and Ron. Hermione, are you going to stop telling Harry off and listen to bins or am I going to have to take notes instead? You take notes for a change. It won't kill you. <laughs> uh, I think it probably would kill Ron to do anything.
1: It might or cause severe discomfort yes, at the very least. Exactly. Uh
0: Harry goes to career counseling with McGonagall and Umbridge is there listening in and interrupting with her little coughs all the time. <laughs> McGonagall asks if she's sure that she doesn't need a cough drop. She asks her once about it, like, Do you need a cough drop? And Umbridge is like, No, thank you. And McGonagall just keeps going. So she keeps doing it and McGonagall's finally like, Dolores, are you sure you don't need a cough drop? and McGonagall rules.
1: Yeah, I I do you remember I jumped the gun on that. During their first when when uh Umbridge was Oh yeah. inspecting her class, I was like, "Wait, doesn't McGonagall say something about needing a cough drop because of her dumb little cough?"
0: That's right.
1: And yeah.
0: I didn't remember that until you said that just now.
1: But. And and you were
0: like, "No, I fucking wish she'd said that cuz that's so funny." <laughs> Dude, she fucking says it, and it's so funny. I, I totally forgot immediately until reading this, and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'm a god. <laughs> <laughs> Shows you how my memory works. So uh, Harry says that he's thought about, because she asked him, like, hey, what are you thinking about doing after you leave Hogwarts? And Harry says he's thought about being a magical hit wizard, and she says he would need to raise his grades in several areas, but at least he's been good in Defense Against the Dark Arts. Umbridge interrupts and says, oh, well, actually, I sent you a note about this. He's been rubbish in my class. And McGonagall comes back with, I'm sorry, I should have specified that you had excellent marks from competent Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers.
1: Dude. Zinger.
0: A good burn. So then McGonagall keeps going, and Umbridge is like, oh, McGonagall tells Harry that uh, this will mean a lot more study after school. Uh, if you do want to pursue this. And Umbridge is like, the Ministry looks into the records of those applying to being magical hit wizards. their criminal we- records. And this boy has no as much chance of becoming a magical hit wizard as Dumbledore has of ever returning to this school. And McGonagall fires right back with, a very good chance then. This <laughs> is so good. So uh, Umbridge fire. is like Potter has a criminal record and McGonagall like Potter has been cleared of all the charges they're just like screaming at each other at this point um Potter has no chance whatsoever of becoming a magical hit wizard and <laughs> McGonagall just like Potter I will assist you to become a magical hit wizard if it is the last thing I do if I have to coach you nightly I will make sure you achieve the required results the Ministry of Magic will never employ Harry Potter there may well be a new Minister of Magic by the time Potter is ready to join. And uh, so they go back and forth. Umbridge is real pissed at McGonagall. Uh, Umbridge like, is like, aha! Yeah, she's yes, like, I yes, got yes, you! Yes, 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 of course. That's what you want, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> she's like, you want <laughs> Albus Dumbledore to be Minister and then you'll be the Headmaster of Hogwarts and blah, blah, blah. And McGonagall's just like, whatever, fuck you, bitch. So Hermione's still trying to talk Harry out of this she makes an excellent point about how Dumbledore sacrificed himself to keep you in school Harry and if you get thrown out today it will all have been for nothing um he he has to know though he's like this this what his father did all these years ago is like tearing him up inside and he thinks about how what Sirius said that one time the last time they spoke to him, when sirius said spocked Spock's to him the
1: last time they spocked
0: <laughs> yes live long and Fuck prosper yeah <laughs> uh sirius told him you're less like your father than i thought the risk would have been what made it fun for james and harry has a thought did he want to be like his father anymore and i'm like, no. damn 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 harry his confidence in his boys are shaken So he goes and does it anyway. He you know the the they set off the diversion, whatever. Harry goes and breaks into her office and does the whole half flu thing, the head flu. It's like a head cold, except it's the head flu. (laughs) You're so fucking dumb. You said
1: the joke, it didn't land. You said the joke again and explained it.
0: (laughs) That's the best shit ever. You fucking. I need to make sure you get my joke, Zach. Bring me to life. Evanescence. Uh, so Harry tells Lupin and serious everything he saw in the pensive. Uh. Apparently it was all accurate. Lupin says he doesn't want Harry to judge his father on only what he saw there because he was only 15. And Harry's like, Motherfucker, I'm 15! <laughs> and I'm like, solid point. Harry may be a miserable little shit, but he's never been an asshole bully that I can remember anyway. And Harry's like, why was my dad such an idiot? And Sirius serious is like, of course they were all idiots. We were 15 except maybe Lupin and Lupin's like, well, but also I, I never stopped you guys when you were doing all your dumb shit. And I'm like, yeah, Lupin, you're not perfect as much as I want you to be. Um, and then Harry asks, like, yo, what the fuck? How did my parents ever get together? And they're like, Lily never actually hated him. She started going out with him seventh year once he had deflated his head and, quote, stopped hexing people just for fun. Uh, except Snape, he apparently never stopped doing it to him, and Lily didn't really know. Uh, so apparently he never stopped being an Dude, asshole. Dude, James, not a good look for my guy. Dude, he <laughs> he fucking sucks. Uh, Harry is still rightfully upset, and Sirius says, yes, he was an ass at 15, but he mostly grew out of it and was the best friend they ever had. And I'm like, fucking, well, you were also an asshole, so it doesn't surprise me. I mean, look, I'm an asshole, but I'm a good friend. Yeah, but you're not a bully. That's That's a big bridge there. Yeah. I've never seen you, like, physically torment someone, Zach. We would not be friends if that was the case.
1: That's good. You have a good character,
0: though. <sighs> Don't say that. You're going to make people think terrible things about me. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. <laughs> I have a reputation to uphold as an asshole. Harry says... You do th- that just fine. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Harry says that he would never thought he'd feel sorry for Snape. Uh, they're like, yeah, what did Snape think about uh, you rooting around in his memories? And Harry's like, well, he's not teaching me occlumency anymore. Uh, They freak the fuck out at this. And they both are just like, I'm going to fucking come to Hogwarts and talk to him. And uh, then they realize that's ridiculous and they can't do that. Uh, They tell Harry to talk to Snape and do whatever it takes. Quote, nothing is more important than him learning that. So Sirius, Lupin, and Dumbledore have all tried to uh, get this little shit to understand how important this is. Um Filch comes in, cuts their convo short. <laughs> he grabs an approval for whipping out of Umbridge's desk. Uh and he leaves, Harry leaves too. Friend George have he, been he's caught. He's under the invisibility cloak, Yes, right? he's under the invisibility cloak, sorry. Uh Friend George have been caught doing their diversion and Umbridge is like, "Now you'll see what's up because it's whipping time, boys." That's Kinky. Yeah, real kinky. Fred and George are like, nah, we're not into that Dom shit. We're good. Uh, We're out of here. And they summon their brooms. Somehow their summoning charms are so powerful they can literally, like, break chains, apparently. uh, And <laughs> they shout out an advertisement for their joke shop, which apparently they have a location for now in Diagon Alley. And they take off. They they say to peeves as they're flying out give her hell for us peeves yes, and he dude. gives them and a salute and they fly off and that's the end of this chapter uh I never thought I would be on board with anything peeves did but I was dude, like alright peeves all right, give
1: her hell for us peeves yeah. and he fucking, salutes, and he fucking them. salutes them it's
0: pretty good and that is the end of what we're going over in this batch uh a lot happened, but at the same time, not much We're still happened. still kind of in the same spot. We're still just kind of well, in flux. Like, Dumbledore and Fred and George are gone. Harry is still an idiot about occlumency stuff, but also he at least has some, enough sense to realize his father is a fucking asshole. So I will give him credit yeah, there. Yeah, his fucking dad sucks. Dude. James sucks so much. I don't... How can this character ever be redeemed? You
1: know, it's... uh, I may get a lot of hate here from Harry Potter fans who are listening. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the most desired stories, whether it be a trilogy or a a new series, is a series on the Marauders. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to see any of it. Like... Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I li- I really do like Remus, and and I would yeah. like it strictly for like seeing them grow into the into like where they get attacked by Voldemort and like see like that
0: section of the story. I would be more interested in that in like the first war, if you will, against Voldemort, right. not them at right. school for sure. Right,
1: exactly. But everybody just wants the Marauders. That's interesting. Like, and and and. I could see where maybe it would be like a mini series where they're just like being idiots at school and like
0: fine, but like they they I don't like them. Dude, Sirius and James are such fuck boys. Yeah, like yeah, dude. I, here, here's the thing: I don't want this to come across as I think this is bad because I actually don't. I think the opposite. I think it's much more like for story purposes, interesting for. Harry's dad to not be this like shiny knight Knight who like is like this infallible cool dude that everyone loved and was super awesome. I think it's much more interesting from a story perspective for this, for Harry to have seen this and now to kind of have, be having this internal struggle with like, yo, my dad kind of fucking sucked, bro. Yep. Because up until this point, it's always been, oh, your dad was cool. He was always He's been so this, great. like, idea. Right? right. This
1: idea of, like, cool and perfection. This
0: ideal, exactly. Like, he was the best at Quidditch, and he was head boy, and he was so popular, and blah, 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 blah. So, again, I, I don't want this to come across as, oh, I think this is bad or poorly written. It's exact, actually exactly the opposite. But I'm also just like... That's high praise. That's, that's nice. Yo, how, how does anyone... And I don't know, maybe... maybe Nobody does, but, like, how could anyone defend James Potter? Like, fuck that guy. Fuck him.
1: It's his birthday today. <laughs> fuck really? that. Fuck that. No. Oh,
0: gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha.
1: <laughs> I was doing the yeah, Your yeah, Highness yeah, yeah, joke.
0: Yeah. Um, and the thing is, it's like, Sirius and Lupin's defense of it was so weak sauce. It's like, uh, we were fifteen. We were we were dumb. Yeah, when we, we were, were fucking idiots. We I mean, idiots. look, dude, like,
1: like this is in no way, shape, or form to defend James because James is an actual piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But I was a fucking knucklehead when I was fifteen. Yes, also,
0: I was I was also a, an idiot and a knucklehead. But I w- did not physically torture and torment and bully people. That's that's very fair. And like, I think I feel like
1: their defense for it is like. Like, yeah, you know, it's just kid stuff. And yeah. it's like, no, 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 no it's no, not.
0: No, no. That's fucked up stuff. That's where I draw the line. Is if, like, they were just being stupid and shitty and, like, you know, like... Even just, like, calling him names. Like, still not okay, but sure. You, you know, you're dumb kids. It's, like, them using magic to... Literally doing the same thing Death Eaters did to Muggles. Like, it's not okay! Yep. It's yep. not okay! And again... Snape. I don't want this to seem like I'm just, this is just Snape hype Scott defense. Uh, not without blame. Not okay to call Lillian mudblood, especially when she's trying to defend you, dude. Like, come on, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. But also, again, we saw Snape has had, obviously, a very rough childhood uh, and is unpopular and, like, kind of awkward. And it seems to me, Harry has a lot more in common with Snape as a kid mm. than he does with his fucking shit's heel of a father.
1: Mm. That is, that's an interesting take, Scott. So, yeah, you know, it's um, like the, the thing that just to kind of level the playing field here again, not, not in the Marauder's defense, right? This mm-hmm. is just like, there's, there's portions of this that we're not acknowledging because it didn't happen in this batch of chapters. But like, we've heard several times that like, Snape knew more dark curses than anybody else at school like sure. he 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 definitely engaged in like fucking with them I I am all I mean I don't know this for a fact but I I would be willing to bet I'd risk it all on this bet <laughs> that like that it started first from James and Sirius Right uh and then you know I mean he he's a little twisted I mean he he knows dark magic right. he's in that realm, and and he's definitely, like, kind of a shit person as well. mm mm-hmm. uh, Because he shares a lot of these, like, racist ideas, like the mudblood yes, thing. Yes, yes. So, like, he's definitely, he's definitely in fault. He's not like, blameless, no.
0: Sure. But it's also, like, two against one most of the time, it seems to be. Right, and this is completely unprovoked. And, right, and this was completely unprovoked. They basically did it, like, Harry even brought up to Sirius, when he was talking to Sirius and Lupin, like, yo, you guys said you just did it because you were bored. And Sirius was just kind of like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yo. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Shit. Yo. Sorry, dude. Uh, Yeah, it's... Listen, it was interesting stuff to see, and it just kind of... I said... Sto- it evoked a strong reaction for me. It evoked a strong emotional reaction, and that is more than I can say for... Most of this book. Most of these books do, and just because it was a negative reaction doesn't mean that that's not good. Like sometimes that's the intention, you know. To well, you know, and we we've talked
1: about this briefly, but like it's although a lot of this is still you know quote unquote dumb kid stuff. Like it is starting to age up, yes, and like and you're and we're talking about more mature themes and ideas and emotions for sure. Uh, and, and I think that that's why i i love the back half of the series so much um you know I, I love things about the beginning but like uh there's stuff in here that that adults can have conversations about you sure, know like man sure. like this is bad you know and like so yeah i i i really like and appreciate that of you know kind of where we're at um it, it is a shame that that this book has been a lot of not that <laughs> until very recently yeah but you know, I mean, let's just you know, continue going through it and uh, have fun with the rest of it because it it is, it's a fucking ride from here on out. I mean, I've, I've said that last episode, but yeah, like,
0: you did, and and we did get the really amazing Dumble part. I, that guy just from like, he's I, so cool from like <laughs> book four. Like, I feel like the first time we saw the pensive on that dude has just literally leveled up every single time he's in the books he just continues to like yeah yep just own every room he's ever been in just like he walks in and just owns everything he's (laughs) the guy's so cool he (laughs) there's some i can't remember what movie this is from but somebody's like says the line like he's the kind of guy who walks in a room his dick's been in there for 10 minutes already (laughs) And that's double door. Uh yep. it's it's great. I, it is really good. I And then we also get our fucking boys Fred and George, the Great yeah. Escape
1: here. It's it's fantastic. The Great Escape
0: was pretty good. Like I, I kind of saw it coming. Um but it was it was still pulled off very well. So that was good stuff. I, I'm excited to see how this resolves. Like I feel like we're still just I Uh, The thing with the ministry, like, obviously Harry not giving a shit about Occlumency and basically ignoring what Dumbledore and Sirius and Lupin keep trying to tell him is going to be profoundly important. There's going to be some kind of blow up or something happening at the ministry in the Department of Mysteries, I can only assume. Uh, But aside from that, I just I just don't know what else happens, like where we go from here
1: yeah yeah no um i mean you'll obviously you'll just have to wait and see right exactly exactly oh man there's uh there's one there's one thing specifically that i don't well there's two things specifically that i don't love one is very minor Mm -hmm. and one is like we spend a lot of time around it and we will be diving through that uh diving into that in this next batch of chapters but um I have a feeling that, that there are going to be some some high emotions okay, uh, in this next batch, and I am very much looking forward okay. to it.
0: Just so everyone knows, if, if anyone is following along with us, the plan is there's nine chapters left in the book, because I know probably a lot is going to be happening, and we want to take the time to fully flesh out everything that is happening. The plan is to cut it to three chapters for the next three episodes. We'll do three chapters each. Uh, for the nine remaining chapters. So if anyone is following along with us, that is the plan to finish out this book.
1: Right, and that's always subject to change depending on how much happens if we feel like we need to spend more time, but I think we'll be good with uh, 3, 3, and 3 for the rest of the book. Cool. So, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're going to end it today, folks. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us and listening to Scott's... Uh, very unreluctant to journey through the wonderful world of Harry Potter Uh, follow us on the Twitters, the Instagrams at we don't want a pod and tell a friend or your grandma I know I always say that but I feel like grandma should listen to the show because it's curated just for their ears Zach has a thing for grandma's let's just (laughs) say what it is Yeah, and hey, actually, if you're listening to this, uh, then this is the only show we'll be putting out every week for a while uh, until uh, I dive into something new and reluctant uh, for our Friday show. So bear with us. Thanks for listening to this. We appreciate you guys as always, and we will see you guys next time.